Episode 15 has arrived. It's a bit late. We're doing an episode on a Wednesday. Highly irregular. But yesterday I was just disgustingly tired. So we're doing it on a Wednesday. Today's beer, because I have so much of the last few episodes beer still in my refrigerator, is actually a rerun. So we're doing the chocolate milk stout, the Admiral Abyss from uh, Odd 13 Brewing. So I'm just trying to get some stuff out of my fridge because I'm moving in, a, in 10 days, 11 days, 12 days, something like that. So I'm thinking I don't want to have to carry or have to pack as much stuff so I might as well get rid of it so there might actually not be a new beer for a few episodes I'm not sure still doesn't taste like chocolate milk still tastes kind of like chocolate it's got that weird taste to it honestly I, I label this beer as false advertising <laughs> It barely tastes like chocolate, honestly. It just tastes like a stout with like some weird like cocoa in it or something. They should have just called it the cocoa stout because that's what it is. Anyway, uh, I had a great weekend. Uh, me and a couple friends went to New Orleans. It was my second time. It was their first time. And we really just paved the fucking town. I mean, we just went crazy, like, the first couple days. Got really drunk. Just did a bunch of fun stuff. Checking out restaurants. Eating a bunch of Louisiana food. Um, jambalaya, gumbo, redfish, crab cakes. I don't know. Bunch of bunch of stuff, <laughs> bunch of Creole and Cajun stuff, um, and we also drank a few cocktails. Had to have the Sazerac, of course. Had to have the hand grenade, which I wanted to have last trip and I didn't get to. Um, the Sazerac in New Orleans is legit. Um, but it's also not, like, mind-blowingly different from if you make it from home, I feel like. So, we even did it at Sazerac Bar in the hotel, which I think is, like, the famous place where you're supposed to do it. But I need to look into that, because I don't remember. I had done some research on that, like, two or three years ago, and I remember finding an article talking about this famous place for having a Sazerac. I think it's that place, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, so it was good. Uh, the hand grenade was pretty good, but it wasn't that strong. It didn't really taste that strong. And honestly, when it, if you're drunk, it just tastes like Mountain Dew with, with rum in it, honestly. <laughs> so, uh, it has a cool bottle, which I brought home, but it was kind of let down. And then we had, a, a the Via Carre, which is a French drink. And it's actually named after New Orleans, but it's it's a very New Orleans drink, so we had it, but it wasn't that great. The cocktails to highlight were actually not specifically 
French Quarter, or New Orleans cocktails. The bourbon milk punch at Bourbon House was amazing, and the uh, Ramos Gin Fizz at Court of Two Sisters was phenomenal. Some of the best versions of those cocktails I've ever had. Seriously, I don't know if they can be outdone. <laughs> they were just so good. Um, so big props to those two restaurants. And uh, there was a, a lot of beer drinking. I got this big, huge like thing of Modelo. It was like, I don't know, 40 ounces or something crazy. But it's in this bottle. It's plastic, so it's acceptable in, on the streets. But it's uh, it's like a 40-ouncer. But it's just it looks like a long neck bottle, so it's got like a one of those caps on top. But they put a straw in 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 that, and it's just like it it, it says huge ass beers on it. I I got a kick out of that. So uh, we had one of those. That was sick. Just walk around with that. I mean, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like Vegas in that you can just walk around with whatever you would want to drink as long as it's in plastic. Um, it, it's legal. Uh, oh, it's time to put in the food. I'll be right back, y'all. And we're back. I'm cooking corn dogs. Total tangent. I totally just had a hankering for them, so I was like, fuck it, let's just get it over with. I'm supposed to be on a diet, especially after <laughs> Vegas, <laughs> LA, Kansas City, New Orleans, all in a fucking row, pretty much. But I just like, I'm just gonna have it once and the itch will be scratched, and I won't need it again. Um, and I totally blame TikTok for this shit, because I downloaded the app again just to look at my profile or something, and I just was looking at it the other day, and there was just a TikTok of someone, like, eating a corn dog or something. I swear, that app contributes to bad eating in me so badly. It's so fucked. I usually have it uninstalled completely, because it's such garbage. You just sit there for so long just thumbing through videos finding mostly bad ones and then occasionally you find a good one but it's generally just so it just brings out the laziness in me which i don't need anyway tangent over uh new orleans otherwise was really really cool i mean obviously the whole city is like the whole french quarter is just filled with these buildings that like have just uh, am like amazing architecture and it's because it's from the late 1700s, because in late 1790s, like, everything burned down except for, like, three buildings in the, the entire area. And so what we're seeing is in 2022, we still have all these houses that were built in the late 1700s because everything was rebuilt at that point. And, you know, these buildings aren't that old where they're, like, falling apart. Or maybe they were just really built, well built. But anyway, we still have them today, which is kind of like a treasure because... Kind of like you're walking through, uh, like a, a foreign country or something. It's like you're walking through Germany, you know. It's just it doesn't seem like. It's like we're walking through 1800s America. Like that's how old the architecture is. It's, it's amazing. So. <sighs> the things that we didn't do that I wanted to do, we didn't hit up the carousel bar. I was kind of looking forward to that, but we did try to, and it was, like, full. But we went at, like, late on a Saturday, so it was kind of understandable. 
Uh, so now I gotta definitely do that next time. And next time I also want to do the World War II Museum. I didn't even know it was there until like two days into the vacation. It's just like, oh shit, I have just visited the World War One Museum in Kansas City. That'd be so awesome to go from that to this. <laughs> and uh, just didn't have the time to do it. Um, also didn't really buy a lot of stuff. I thought I'd buy a lot more stuff. All I bought was like a, a shirt. That was and a and a shot glass. That was it. I wanted to buy like maybe a voodoo doll or something, and I wanted to hit up the hex shop again because that's where I got my candle holder. So I have this really cool candle holder that I got from the hex shop in uh, the French Quarter, and it's really really cool because it has like a uh, an eagle's talon as the foot of the pedestal or the holder. So it holds a candle, but like the bottom of it actually has like three talons and it just looks totally sick. And when I was last there in 2018, I had seen these two statues and I think I might've explained this before, but if I haven't, they're just representing like night and day and it was just really, really cool. And I was like, when I go back to New Orleans, I gotta buy that again. And it just didn't work out. Hex opened at like 11 a.m. on Monday and I was already doing other stuff so that just kind of didn't pan out but uh we had our hotel on the, the corner of bourbon and canal which is like a perfect location for bourbon although i like frenchman better honestly it's less loud and less people so i mean like bourbon is more of a riot than that is but uh i like frenchman better so i mean we'll see it was still a perfect place to have a hotel because you can just go from bar to bar to bar and just walk it's a short walk back to the hotel drunk as fuck and you're good you know perfect a lot of memorable uh pictures and events we went to a cigar bar took a really good selfie there uh i haven't hadn't smoked a cigar in like a year or something it had been a long time but uh what i forgot about cigar bars is that they cut them for you i think or they give you like a, a cutter, like that makes it easy. I I think the last time I was trying to <laughs> cut a cigar, I was cutting it with like a fucking kitchen knife or something. Which is totally wrong. And they also give this lighter. So like, if you don't have like a butane or a professional lighter and you're trying to light it with like a, a match, it just doesn't, doesn't really work. So it's cool to go to a cigar bar because it's like they have these tools that make it a lot easier to, to get going. And it was just, we were going within seconds. Like, it was awesome. Um, and I was smoking, and it was a lot of fun. It was just fun to just sit, like, on a lazy couch, really comfortable environment, and just smoke. And we drank some, uh, I drank some scotch, and it was just really dope. And the other memorable moments were uh, the tours that we did. We did a graveyard tour, which was cool, but we were just... <laughs> It was like we were baking in the sun. And then the swamp tour was amazing because it was basically we were in a, in a pontoon boat on uh, in Lafitte, uh, which is southern L.A., but there's like a swamp or like a bayou there, and we were just in the pontoon boat. They were playing my favorite songs, uh, like from Fats Domino, like On the Bayou and, you know, stuff like that. And, uh, and then all of a sudden a storm rolls in, or we rolled into the storm, rather, 
and it wasn't announced by the, the tour driver at all. Like, we, he was not like, folks, we're going to be getting into a storm here. Like, it wasn't planned. And we just ended up getting soaked because we were in one of the front rows. It was kind of funny. Uh, and it was just a really cool, you know, tour. It was really cool to see the alligators. They're, most of them were pretty small, but you could see some of them. And then after that, there was a really cool um, ghost tour, which wasn't really a tour of ghosts, but it was like walking around the French Quarter, going to famous houses and buildings that are, you know, said to be haunted or something. And so it was just a really good tour guide and really informational and some really creepy fucking stuff that he went into detail on about what happened. And it's kind of fucked. Uh, <laughs> so... All in all, an excellent weekend, and I hope to be back, and if I can be back, man, I want to go on Mardi Gras, or like, back on, like, Halloween, that'd be perfect. I, I think I need to go back there for Halloween at least once in my life, because that was a once-in-a-lifetime experience, to see that many people in costume. I don't know, that was just so cool. Uh, so... Switching gears, what's new with me? I don't know. I'm moving in less than two weeks, so this week and next week suck because I just have to have everything packed by Thursday night because in my house, because if I don't, then I'm leaving Friday for Nashville, that next Friday, uh, and then I'm coming back on August 1st at like 10 or 12 p.m., 10 a.m. or 12 p.m. noon. Uh, so it's funny because it's like, I'm not even going to be in the city on the day that I'm supposed to move. <laughs> well, not the morning of, later on in that morning or afternoon or something. Uh, so it's going to be kind of weird, but that's why I have to have everything packed. So I'm planning on having everything boxed up by like Thursday night. And then when I get into the city on, uh, Sunday or no, that's Monday, uh, I'll basically be ready. And I already have the movers called, so I'll be ready to work with them to move stuff over. I'm looking forward to the new apartment. Uh, just, I just can't wait to be in a different area. I've kind of like started to hate this area. So I'm just like, it's going to be nice to have a change of pace. Um, fuck. So yeah, this week I'm just moving and, uh, I got an appointment for Hope because I think I finally realized that at the at the young age of 18 for a cat, she definitely has some kind of cognitive decline going on or like Alzheimer's or, you know, she's very, very senior. And like I was looking up the symptoms for cognitive decline in cats and she had like 75% of the symptoms. Like I can tell she's just meowing sometimes like because she's disoriented because she's meowing way more even when her like bowl isn't empty or her box isn't clean or she has water she's just meowing for no reason she's like walking into the room and just meowing like and she just meows like a thousand times a day and uh she's also like occasionally pooping outside the box which is definitely fucked up because it means she's like forgetting where she is or she how where to use the bathroom uh, and other fucked up stuff. So, like, she stopped bathing. I, I just realized she's mostly stopped bathing. So it's, I it's been a lot more shedding, and it's gonna be a lot more work to, to to broom and brush her, broom her, brush her, 
and comb her and shit, which I usually don't even do, so it's a lot more work. These days are just gonna be busy as fuck, honestly. I don't know what to say. Um, yeah, so I have an appointment scheduled to take care of her, to take her to Belcaro, which is supposed to be a good animal hospital around here. Um, so yeah, I guess, because I, I, apparently it can be treated. Apparently there's like, it can be, there can be a medical cause for it. It's not just like, oh, she's old, you have to deal with it, you know, so it, there might be something I can do. Um, but yeah, I don't have a lot of other pl stuff planned to talk about this week. That's the end of my talking points. <laughs> I wrote two talking points yesterday. <laughs> And then I was like, I'm tired, I'm going to bed, and I just haven't had the time to write anymore. But I did want to make the podcast today, because I didn't want to talk with you guys. Um, but I mean, there hasn't been a lot going on. It was kind of a downer, because when I came back, like, a couple of my plants died. Even though I did that thing where I drowned them, so that they should live for, you know, a few days after that. But one of them is definitely dead, a couple others, just like half of them died, and they're just still growing. So, uh, yeah, it kind of sucks when you have to go on vacation and it's just like, your plants die. There must be a better solution than just drowning them, because it's not working for all of them. Or maybe I just didn't give that one that died, like, enough water. I don't know. Uh, anyway. I have been not playing video games at all <laughs> lately, which I'm kind of happy with. I'm kind of happy. I'm just working on uh, War and Peace. I'm, all, I'm almost halfway through. I'm around 650, page 650 or something like that, out of 1400, 1350, something like that. So we're almost halfway. And uh, in fact, we might, we might already be halfway. I'm not officially sure on that. I've been reading a lot on the airplane rides. Oh god, the last few airplane rides have been a little bit weird. The fucking ride back from New Orleans was terrifying. There was, like, this thing on the United flight. Like, when I get on the plane, there's, like, smoke coming out of above everyone's chairs. And it's, like, obviously it's air conditioning, right? It's just, it's, because it's hot in Louisiana, it's air conditioning. The creepiest fucking shit happens. We get up into the air, not even, like, that high. And the fucking air conditioning starts going, like, it goes from, like, really quiet to, like, super loud. And everybody had their air conditioning on. And so it just went from, like, it was, like, it was, like, it was like I was, like, what the fuck was going on? Like, I was freaking out. It was so scary. It's just, like, all, like, a bunch of air just started coming into the fucking cabin and every and i was like is something going wrong is this is something happening with the plane what's going on it's so, it so fucked but like after like three minutes of that they eventually it eventually stopped i don't know if people turned off their air conditioning if that's an option or if like they the the, the crew did that or something but it was scary. Every time I lift off, it's a little bit scary for me. I usually don't even look out the window. I haven't looked out the window in, like, forever. Like, the last few flights, I have not looked out the window. I'm always staring at my book intently. Like, <laughs> the plane is going up. It's like, it's like doing that thing where it speeds up and it's about to take off, right? 
And, like, I'm just staring at my book being like, Natasha told Boris that she didn't like him. And, and he told her that she liked him. And, 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 and <laughs> it's like reading so intently. Like, like, the most focused reading of my entire life is just like, I don't care what's going on around me. I'm reading this book. Nothing matters except this book. Nothing matters. <laughs> yeah, so. Ever since Corona, I think I'm still kind of fucked up about flying. I don't know. I think I'm going to eventually get used to it and start looking out the plane. Oh, Occasionally I'll look out the plane if it's already like, you know, about 35,000 feet in the air or something. It's just like, we've gotten this far, it's probably fine. Um, but it's just like, I really don't look, especially when it's taking off. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. So, what's weird about the, the United flights I've had, I've had two United flights in a row, and in both seats... The light does not work. <laughs> I don't know if this is just a thing with the United Flights when they don't have a light that works. I pressed the button. It didn't work. So I had to use the, the light from outside. So I had to have the window open. I couldn't, like, close it. <laughs> sucked because I had to have it open, but I couldn't. Like, I was like, I'm just, I'm just going to look straight. I'm not looking to my left. I'm not looking to my left. I'm looking straight. <laughs> so, I, well, they're both window seats. So I wonder if they just disable the light for, like window seats because you don't need it because you'll have the window open i don't know anyway flights be scary kinda but they've all been pretty good except for that one from new orleans back um no delays or anything no unexpected you know there's some turbulence but nothing like too crazy it's funny, when I was arriving from New Orleans, it was actually, there was a storm going on in Denver, so we couldn't actually land, so the, the pilot had to, like, fly a little bit northeast or something, and wait for air traffic control to, like, say that we could land, and then, so it ended up being, like, 20 minutes later than we would hope, or hoping for, so... Yeah, so no video games to speak of, honestly, which I kind of like. I'm working, I'm reading, I'm taking vacations, and I'm exercising and trying to trying to exercise. I usually don't have the time, which sucks. Um, and starting today, I'm going to be packing. Packing, 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 packing. And, uh... I don't know, guys. That's pretty much it for me. I didn't have a ton planned for this week. It's kind of a busy week, you know, there isn't much to say. So, uh, enjoy the outro music here, guys. And, uh, today's advice is to, uh, you know, eat a corn dog, but don't eat too many. Because they are bad for you. 240 calories a pop. God damn. Alright. Have a good night, everybody. Peace. In that number when the saints go marching in.